Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from SoniaGreenCoaching.com. And I am Judith Fender. I'm one of the amazing coaches with the NoBS Weight Loss Program. All right. And today we have another one of those fantastic titles, Dead People's <laughs> Goals. <laughs> so you. Judith, I'm going to let you explain our title for today. <laughs> you're, you're the inspiration for Dead right, People's right. Goals. <laughs> so in case y'all don't know, maybe I haven't mentioned it. Maybe I have. I do like to spend a lot of time in the YouTube channels, um, listening to podcasts, catching um, personal self-development through YouTube. There's so much out there. And I came across, probably first came across um, Susan David, her TEDx talk on, um, she doesn't call it dead people's goals. She calls it, I think uh, she calls it emotional agility, emotional agility, and which is exactly the name of her book. And, um, but in this TEDx talk, she, she's going on and on. And then she was like, oh, so you have dead people's goals. And that just really resonated with me. And in fact, I've used it a couple of times in my, in my private clients to help them see when they are denying their human feelings, bottling them up or ignoring them, whatever they're doing. I don't want to feel this way, but I don't, how do I get out of this Judith? And blah, you know, and I'm like, so you have dead people's goals. <laughs> you want to feel your feelings. Yeah. Because as long as we are alive, we are going to have feelings. Right. 24 <laughs> seven. And, and as a culture, we have decided that there are good feelings and there are bad right. feelings. Either and, or. Yeah. We have, I mean, this is, the whole concept of having a binary, you have, you know, one side that's black and one side that's white, one side that's good, one side that's bad. It is a concept that's been around forever. Right. You know, we have the sheep, we have the goats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so most things in life are the complexity of life. When mm-hmm. we reduce it to a binary of this or that, Mm-hmm. The complexity, the robustness of life is kind of sucked out of it to be real. So when we start talking about good emotions and bad emotions and throwing a label on them, we've really done ourselves a disservice, I think. How, yeah. How so? I was like, how so? So if, if we are throwing a label, good or bad, mm-hmm. we are we're, we're denying ourselves the opportunity to, to feel growth, to grow through the feeling. And it's that, Oh, here's her word, rigidity, that being rigid thinking, rigid feeling and the not it's the stuckness. Yeah. If you're, if you're rigid, I'm, I'm, we're processing live time here, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and we've, we've talked about this. I don't remember when we talked about this, but I know we've talked about it before because I love the, the Lao Tzu quote that talks about how it's basically boiled down in a nutshell says that living things are flexible and supple Mm -hmm. dying or dead things are rigid. Mm -hmm. So when we 
get into what what Susan David calls rid, um, not rigid, po- forced positivity or mm-hmm. false positivity that makes us rigid. And that, like I said, it, it takes all the complexity, all the robustness, all the life out of it. And that's why, you know, dead people want to just feel, <laughs> well, dead people, <laughs> well, I don't know what dead word. people want to feel, but like, they don't feel anything. <laughs> rigor mortis, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hello, like the yeah. inflexibility of, of a dead person. Yeah. Of, of those goals. Like there are none if you are rigid. And I can only, you know, I can only put my, my Southern, uh, female perception on this. So I'm going to generalize here folks. And I apologize if this is not your, um, your experience. This is my experience is that, um, this sense of false positivity has been pushed on me my whole life. And I think, you know, especially being a Southern female girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So that concept of, we've talked about this before. I'll give you something to cry about. Yes. Go to your room and, and don't come out until, you know, you go to your room and go be angry, but you yeah. Don't come you to come me out crying. with a smile on your face. Right. And I heard, I heard her talk about this, which I, it, it actually resonated with me, this definition of emotional gaslighting. Like we're gaslighting ourselves. If we are not, if we are in that context of seeing things as either or good mm-hmm. or bad, yes. that we are denying like, Oh, I, I'm not supposed to feel bad. Right. It but becomes I really a moral do. issue. I feel so shitty, but I'm, I shouldn't feel this way. Yeah. So we make it this moral issue. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel so disappointed? Why do I feel so sad? Well, guess what, girl? It's because you're human. Well, and because you're thinking. <laughs> yes. Yes. Again, dead people don't think. Right. Hello. <laughs> Sorry. So, <I'm> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, I mean, if, if I had to put it in a nutshell, one of the worst things we've done is, is say there are good emotions and a, there are bad emotions. Mm-hmm. There are just emotions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're meant to feel all of them. 100%. And our ability to define them, like the, we, we talked about yes. stress, which I love this so much where Susan talks about you know, she calls it the, um, the stress bucket. It's like this huge bucket of feelings in there. And we just, we just put all the feelings in the bucket and we call it stress and we stir it around. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, our ability to look at our feelings. And if we look what's below the stress and to go one level lower, get granular and our ability to identify the feelings beneath Mm -hmm. will help us process through and create this, um, well, moving into gentle acceptance of yeah. feelings. Well, and you think about it, if it's, if it's bad and stress is bad, right? We know mm-hmm. stress is bad. That's it feels bad. It, it does. It feels bad. <laughs> Confirm. So <laughs> what we do with it instead of 
instead of getting granular, instead of digging down and identifying it, we just say, oh, bad, shouldn't be dealing with it, push it away. Mm -hmm. And we just, you know, so we get vague, we label it as stress, rather than labeling it, oh, oh, this is disappointment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or this is fear or whatever, you know, overwhelm. Getting... Well, yeah. And I mean, overwhelm, I think it's kind of like stress. It's one mm-hmm. of those catch all. Mm-hmm. Um, when we do that again, we just push it away, get it to arm's length and think that, that we're labeling it, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm going to get it away from me. And we feel like we can somehow outrun it if we don't, <laughs> if we're just put this vague negative label and put, try to push it away. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. happens when we resist? Right. That, that bottling up that, um, you know, I have two trains of thoughts going on right now. I've had, I have this battery for those of you guys not watching us on YouTube, I, I have batteries around here for my microphones and things. And if you think about a battery, it has a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm. It needs both mm-hmm. to be a battery. Yes. And that's much like our feelings. We need yes. both to be human, to yes. allow ourselves to be a human. And then Susan talks about this. Um, she uses the rain analogy, which is raining here today. So I'm going to walk outside and be like, oh, it's raining. And that kind of gentle acceptance of knowing like the, like if you walk out, a gentle acceptance would, would sound like, oh, it's raining. Oh, I'm angry. Mm-hmm. Where she talks about if bottling it up would be like walking outside and ignoring that it's raining. I don't see rain. It's not raining. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see rain. And, and we that, would think you were crazy if you did that, right? You know, how many people have we seen like that, but they're ignoring their feelings. They do, they're in such denial of the existence of the negative, then they, they, they just bottle it up. I'll deal with that later. Yeah. Well, and I, I, so the first thing, when I turned on the news this morning, when I turned on the TV this morning, the first thing that came up is there's been a mass shooting in Nashville. No way. And you, at, at this point, I don't, they, there's no casualties. There's like, I think four people were shot, but, um, but we're seeing a lot of these right now mm. and people are wondering, you know, what's going on. Is it something post COVID is what's, what's triggering pun intended there. Um, these shootings. And I think a lot of it is because nobody, not nobody that's, that's generalizing again, but people are not dealing with their feelings you know, as someone who practices thought work and tries to work a lot on feelings and coaches people on their feelings and knowing who I was before this and how much work I had done to get to 49 years of age mm-hmm. in one piece, I, I can see where, you know, how, you know, being on autopilot can happen. Yeah. We're culturalized through media, through, you know, whatever avenues culturally, how our family, how our parents did it. Oh my gosh. I was watching an episode of my 600 pound life. And, you know, to be that kind of observer into culturally how, you know, 600 pounds does not happen in a vacuum. 
like mm-hmm. they are the enablers is in particular one girl. I can't remember her name. I, I, I've just lost my train of thought where I was going with this, where you have to look outside and begin to question. Yeah. Well, even, even talking about, even using that analogy of bottling up your feelings, mm-hmm. when you bottle something, you put it under pressure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you push down those negative emotions and ignore them and say, it's not raining outside when it's clearly raining, Mm -hmm. when you say, I am not angry, when you are clearly angry, Mm -hmm. then that is, we can't, we can't live that way. It's going to smack us in the face. It's right. You're going to have your, um, hmm. you've got to release the pressure at some point. Yeah. And if you don't, it will be released. It will be because we're not living, getting back to the idea of living in integrity. You will have illnesses. Mm -hmm. How many autoimmune diseases do we have today? And I have to wonder, Mm -hmm. you know, how many of those are the results of somebody bottling up their emotions, Mm -hmm. pushing Mm -hmm. down their emotions, Mm -hmm. weight, People eat through their emotions, 100%. shock through their emotions, mm-hmm. anything to say, to keep from having a, and I'm using air quotes here, negative emotion. Mm-hmm. What if it was just an emotion? What if anger was just an emotion that we acknowledged, like you mm-hmm. said, mm-hmm. we dealt with because folks, here's, <laughs> here's the magic. When you acknowledge a negative emotion, when you say, I feel it in my body, this is where it is. This is how it feels. Guess what? It dissipates. Yep. Yep. You it take, is. you take the, the heat off of it. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it. It's really kind of disappointing actually. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, do tell Sonia. I, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. You expect it to be this, this, like magical thing and it just kind of fizzles yeah Mm -hmm. and we spend our lives afraid of these negative emotions we bottle them up yeah yeah Yeah. and then and then we we're left to deal with the consequences right and that and her her other way of phrasing it was she calls it brooding which i think we might call it you know in obs like the shitty diaper you know that that idea of thinking that well, it would just be the negative, you know, it's always raining. Oh, well, it's always raining. Mm-hmm. You know, just that E or what, what, what should I expect? This is the way it always goes. Yeah. Well, Nobody yeah, ever pays attention to my needs. <laughs> Nobody hears me. Mm-mm. Nobody asks me. I, I, here I am. I've got all the answers, but nobody's going to ask me. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I hear, I hear that some form of that a lot in new clients. Mm. And then, and then we spend 12 weeks working on that so Mm. that by the end they're saying things like, well, my brain said today that, but I knew, you know, because they've learned to separate our brains from the story. Yeah. Right. You have thoughts, emotions, and a story. The brain Mm -hmm. tells stories. That's right. And it gets on autopilot because what does the brain love to be efficient? Yes. You know, it's, it's easy. It's easy. Comfort, ease, and pain-free. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, we're not, we're not saying that you can go from having dead people's goals of not wanting to feel to suddenly feeling all the things, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes, it takes some work. Mm -hmm. How, how do you get there? Well, well, then that's the gentle acceptance, Susan David would call it, but more metaphorically is owned. Is that what I'm going to, I think of a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. teaching people the concept of dealing with the emotion as it comes along, releasing some pressure off of you, you know, your mama's pressure cooker, your grandmama's pressure yep. cooker, canning some green beans. Like we all know that sound. Psh, 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 psh. Uh-huh. Right. So thinking of yourself, how can I release some pressure? I notice I'm feeling pressure. Well, it's because I'm thinking, you know, this thought and I'm feeling pressure on myself. How can I release some pressure? Yeah. Feel the feeling pressure feels like this in my body, naming it, of course, just naming. I notice I'm feeling. Mm, Yes. And that's another thing I love that she says, Mm -hmm. we say I'm mad. Mm-hmm. Or I am mad. You are yeah. not mad. You're not embodiment of mad. Right. <laughs> you are, you are Judith, mm-hmm. but you can say, I notice I'm feeling angry. Mm-hmm. I notice I'm feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Separation, ahead. creating yeah. some separation yeah. from yourself and the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So the first thing is to is to acknowledge that. And then the second thing is to make sure you're digging down and getting granular and Mm -hmm. trying to tease out what is this thing I'm feeling? Because it's not always easy. We haven't had practice. So we're not going to recognize immediately uh, an emotion like fear, you know, or an emotion like disappointment, frustration, maybe, you know, you know, I I coach people sometimes I've had clients where we started out with just, is it positive or negative? Mm -hmm. Does it feel like you want to move towards it or away? Right. Right. Because that's the way we're culturized Mm -hmm. to, Mm -hmm. to put them in binaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's again, once you can move past that, Right. but you have to start where you are. Right. Exactly. I mean, clearly you, especially, you know, working with a coach, that's, that's our area of expertise is helping you identify where you're at because we talk to brains all day long. We do this work. (laughs) We have an understanding. We're outside perspective, Uh looking, helping you figure out your emotional map for, for yourself, where you are at in the, in the day-to-day living. If you're, if you're living dead people's goals or you're emotionally flexible. Yeah. Agile. agile. Right. So that's, that's the, that is the goal. That is the fountain of youth, so Mm -hmm. to speak, is to get comfortable Mm -hmm. with emotions, just being emotions. Mm -hmm. And then you're flexible. And then you can wake up one morning and say, it's raining and I'm disappointed Mm. and that's, that's okay. It's It's not a moral issue. It's not Mm -hmm. good or bad. Mm -hmm. I I don't feel like smiling today. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's not a moral issue. We don't, we have days where we don't feel like smiling and that's okay. 
We also have days where we don't feel like smiling and we still have to face the world and function in the world. Right. And that's where we would, you know, knowing, allowing ourselves to have some space for the emotion, but we don't let it drive the bus. That's how we often, you know, it's not in charge. I feel this feeling. I feel disappointment, but it doesn't mean every decision I'm going to make today is going to be made from that place of disappointment. Right. Yeah. I'm going to allow it to be here and I'm going to carry on my work day. I'm going to be cordial, make decisions. I'm not going to overeat. I'm not going to flip people off when I'm driving. (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's, it's funny to me, um, how we feel like, well, how often we allow or think that our emotions are going to drive the bus. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that, I woke yeah. up on the wrong side of the bed today. So this day's shot mm-hmm. doesn't have to be right. That's that um, brooding, right? Yeah. yeah. Brooding. Like, oh, well, yeah. it's always rains. It's all, I'm, I'm just going to be mad all day. And you know what, that's, if that's the way you choose to face it, then you have that option available, but you also have the option to say, oh, huh, well, this is just going to be one of those days and I'm going to acknowledge it. This is my emotion, but that doesn't mean it has to direct my day. Right. I mean, we can, you know, we can work with that mm-hmm. and we can, we're adults mm-hmm. who make decisions every day. You know, I, I, I want to come back to that emotionally. Are you emotionally gaslighting yourself? Because I think it, it's, it's been, I've been, I've been kind of schooled on this and, and I couldn't understand it. And it, it comes up often in, um, in different areas of the coaching that I do where people will say, well, they're, they're gaslighting me. And I think it, one, I think it's overused. Mm-hmm. Right. And two, I, you know, when we take full ownership of how we feel. And so if you're going to use this word, ask yourself, where are you emotionally gaslighting yourself, mm-hmm. denying yourself and, and compartmentalizing, sending yourself to your, your own room or saying, don't come to me crying and, you know, those type of phrases to yourself. Yes. That to me was probably along with the dead people's goals. And one of the more enlightening thoughts where, where could I be emotionally gaslighting myself? Yeah. Yeah. And other people doing it to me. Yeah. Victor, Victor Frankel, we've talked about this before. He talks about the, that the main choice that we have that makes us human is we have the stimulus and we have the response, but we get to choose that space in between. So the stimulus may be it's raining Mm -hmm. or I lost my job or my spouse is angry or I am angry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am. I notice I am feeling angry, angry. Mm-hmm. that's the stimulus, but we get to decide, am I going to turn around and walk out of the room mm-hmm. and ignore my spouse? Am I going to flip somebody the bird because they cut me off in traffic? 
you know, we get to decide where we're going to go with that response. And it's important to put space in between the emotion and And the action and the action. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And we get to do that folks. That's, that's why we're adults. Yeah. That's what makes us adults. I mean, kids, that's what they haven't built out in their brains yet. That part of their brains Mm -hmm. that it hasn't developed. And we as parents are trying to mold that and help them to understand that you don't hit somebody just because they lost your toy or they did something, you know, to spark Mm -hmm. something you don't react. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with us. That's as we become adults, we get to say, I need some space here. Mm-hmm. I don't just, I don't just go and, and shoot somebody because they cut me mm-hmm. off in traffic or mm-hmm. because they made me angry at work. You know, I, I don't know what made me think of this, but you know, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to think my thoughts out loud, right? Thinking of you know, this person who their inability, like their automatic response is to go shoot mm-hmm. and thinking of owning, you know, that decision of, you know, going to go overeat because we're, mm-hmm. we're avoiding our feelings. Yes. Like there's in some ways comparing completely different things, but from an understanding of the inability to process emotions. This was the best solution this person came up with Mm -hmm. was to, to express himself or herself, whoever it was by doing this act. Yeah. Then we, we turn our, on ourselves because this is, you know, and sometimes it's the best while we're hurting ourselves, if we're overeating ultimately Mm -hmm. um, and not really impacting others in this horrific way, but it's the best we can do sometimes. Yeah. So learning this skill for children for adults and always doing this work mm-hmm. matters. Yeah. Yeah. We put our children in a timeout to help them put space mm-hmm. between the mm-hmm. stimulus and the response. Sometimes we need to put us in a timeout too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The pause. I mean, really, yeah. Right. It's the power of the pause goes mm-hmm. back to, to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, but there's so much power in understanding that emotions don't drive the bus. They're not good or bad. They're just there. They're just like any other part of our body. Mm-hmm. Compassion and curiosity. I mean, we, we get this from, from everyone that we follow who, who, who hasn't offered this as a solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about Tara Brock. We talked about Kristen Neff. Yeah. Um, uh, Susan David's talking about it is mm-hmm. ability to have some curiosity and compassion for emotion. Yeah. Just letting it be there. It's where the magic is folks. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just so powerful because like I said too, we can't ever be in integrity if we are pushing down, bottling up, denying, mm-hmm. We have to have acceptance or if we're we gaslighting to. ourselves. Yes. <laughs> like yes. There's, yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's so interesting how, when we are not in, 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 in integrity with ourselves, mm-hmm. how 
it shows up that feeling that knowing we have something's mm-hmm. not right. Yeah. And how, when we put pen to paper or process with a coach, a friend, how it comes by, you, you clearly identify when it's like the values based decision, emotionally based and when we are not in integrity with ourselves. Yeah. That's, that's something else. I guess we need to start winding down, but that is one thing that, that she says, if, when we start, um, digging down, I just completely lost my train of thought there. Um, Never mind. It does this align with my values. You know, that that's one way to check in is to check in as, does this align with my values? Yes. Thank you. That's where I was going. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Does this align with my values? Mm -hmm. And why am I feeling disappointed? Is it because I think that there should be world peace? I mean, you know, what, what is my value and how is this feeling creating Mm -hmm. this rub that maybe I need to investigate what does this say about my values and how can I get to know myself better? There you yeah. go. There is a, how can you get to know yourself better, Sonia? Yeah. Get a coach. Doing, yeah. <laughs> get, get a coach, start doing this work. I mean, it, it really, it is life-changing and, um, and there are no negative emotions. That's right. And that's what I want to leave folks with today is to start, you know, just at the very basic level, try to catch yourself putting your emotions in a binary as, you know, if you catch yourself labeling an emotion as good or bad, just acknowledge that Mm -hmm. that's where, that's where you start at the beginning. Yeah. And just say, Oh, it's raining. Uh (laughs) Oh, it just sounds so easy. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's raining. Disappointment it's disappointment in my body. It's a, and it's a fact, right? Because your feelings are facts, not to be confused with yeah. fact in the model. Yes. Or fact of the circumstance. I mean, but your feelings are factual to you. Yes. Yes. They it's don't sti- stop. Or the signpost, she calls them the signpost to look. Right. What is this telling me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah, I'm getting all not. fired up again. We do got to no, go. No, it's, it's. It, it's interesting how, how we make it um, such a bigger issue than it even needs to be at the right. end of the day. Yeah. It's an emotion. It's a data point, but it does not have to direct our actions. I can be sad. I can be disappointed. I can be angry. I can be all of those things, but I can still show up mm-hmm. as a person who takes care of business, who honors my commitment to my family, you know, it doesn't have to direct our paths. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Well, we will see you again next week, folks. If you love this podcast as (laughs) as we do, <laughs> then, right, that we want you to get into action on that. If you love this do. podcast, <laughs> we do. We want you to give us a review, or and or we'd like you to do both. Really, we'd love for you to share an episode yeah. with a friend who's not listening to us, mm-hmm. because that also gets us out into the world. And tag us. Yes, was that that would just might. Love. I would love that. that. Would feel really amazing. Yeah. I would have really great thoughts. (laughs) 
I am feeling, I am noticing, I am feeling gratitude for I, that review. We but, created but seriously. and dropped it out into the world and it was well-received so much so that someone valued it enough to share it. Yeah. If you find this useful, we would love for you to pass it on. And we would love for you to let us know because mm-hmm. it helps us know also knowing which episodes really right. touch you mm-hmm. helps us to develop where we go. Mm-hmm. and how we decide. So, um, so give us a review, share, tag us the coaches cup podcast. You can tag us, you can tag one of us individually, but let's build, let's build this community. Mm. And, um, yeah, <laughs> we <got> plans. <laughs> and in the meantime, <laughs> if you're looking for a coach, you can find me oh. at soniagreencoaching.com. Oh, and you can find me last week on last week's podcast, Google Korean Crabtree, no BS weight loss program. You will find me within the program on the getting coached little hamburger link. That's how you would get me. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye y'all.